Welcome to Gumbas on the Beat. I'm Fernando Ramirez. I cover the LA Chargers for the Sporting Tribune. With me, as always, my co-host, my tag team partner, Gilbert Manzano. He covers the NFL for the for Sports Illustrated. What's up, bro? What's up, Fernando? What a day. What a long day one of free agency. Legal tampering window, right? The the words there, tampering. It's okay now to talk to outside free agents and it's been a wild day but only on restricted free agents not restricted free agents i I hadn't even started on the (laughs) they call like tenders and no don't even get no only restricted free agents and fernando was my first i guess free agency uh yeah so it's not like like when you saw eric hendricks you know go off or whatever what was it like 7 p.m pacific time I would have I would have been scrambling trying to figure that out, get that confirmed, do a story. But now my job is different. I'm trying to keep an eye on all 32 teams, and we have this thing on SI where we try to grade every major signing. I'm like, okay, it can't be that hard. And dude, as you know, from 9 a.m. to what? I just did a whole blurb on Matt Gay, the kicker who made the most money ever in free agency history for a kicker. Matt Gay, 9 p.m. Uh, on the west coast so non-stop news and little boom 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 uh reported agreed stuff like that little small details out there in the nfl world and folks don't forget re-signed is re dash s-i-n don't forget that i see a lot of people put resign as if they've (laughs) uh, left their job so uh definitely don't forget about that uh no that's interesting gilbert i mean obviously that's different completely different from being on the beat uh but what you what you got rocking there i i see you got a a sweatshirt i see you got the hat i got the hat you i know too. you called you the last two weeks you've been calling me out so i wore the hat today uh what what what, what you got there what where, where can if i don't have a sweatshirt where can i get one fernando i'm glad you asked fresh new merch come on the beat you gotta check out the website uh fantastic job by caroline compass on the beat merch.com password compass exclusive you like that fancy compass exclusive uh it sounds fancy but also we want to make it uh first look for the supporters so you know i load up on hoodies i load up on hats i load up on shirts so your supporter compass on the beat uh you follow us on instagram tiktok twitter youtube what? obviously or start on youtube go out to the the website and check the, the the link in the description make it easier i'll put the passcode there but yeah busy four days doing the website and now to free agency uh so yeah do i look okay though and a good good uh good merch no, it looks good i mean i was gonna say does it have that new car smell but i don't know about yeah, that it, just, it does yeah right oh it does yeah. oh, okay okay yeah. i, thought I gotta give you a second one because i've been yeah. using the first one that i had <laughs> there you go no so. no it's all it's awesome and i mean obviously like we told you guys we've grown we're up to five shows now uh doing a lot of different things so obviously uh De- uh, definitely awesome uh awesome stuff happening here and again thank you to caroline for that uh for putting her her genius in her artistic genius into that because uh i don't think any of us are artists <laughs> like that so uh definitely her vision is on there she she was the quarterback she was the patrick mahomes leading the the blind basically so definitely uh shout out to her who, who am I? <laughs> juju Smith schuster yeah okay. uh, i Dan and Diego's Travis Kelsey for sure. Cause if they got, if he got, he was in front of the microphone, you know, he'd blurt out exactly what Travis Kelsey said. So I think, yeah, you're probably he could be, uh, Creed Humphreys is a uh, man crush. Oh, oh yeah. You know what? He does have a man crush on Creed Humphrey. That is true. Um, but I mean, I just, I, I guess the personality, but yeah, 
probably, but uh, but definitely, uh, definitely some awesome stuff. But all right, Gilbert, time to get into it. Free agency has started off nuts. Uh, just based off of your first the for day one, obviously, what was your biggest takeaway from today? Yeah, Fernando, before I answer the question, I'm going to open it up to the audience here. The engagement question of the week, a different show this week because, uh, what, we're going to, it's late on the West Coast. We're going to do one show per, I guess, day, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, to kind of drop the news there. But uh, on this first episode, uh, Free Agency Recap, who won the day, uh, day one of Free Agency? Let me know in the comments, uh, listeners and viewers, the combo's going to be. Who won day one of free agency? If you want to get it going, Fernando, go ahead. Matt Gay, are you kidding? Four <laughs> years, 22 he ended the day too. from the Indianapolis Colts. He ended the day on a high note. Kickers are people too. He got four years. That's the, when we talk about the bag for being a kicker, that's the bag right there. So I'm going to go Matt Gay, man. I mean, the dude's making bank. So man. obviously, man. So, are we going to get back to this, or can I answer my question now? Uh, who won the You day? answer. Who, who no, you answer. Yeah, okay. your turn. Uh, I really like what the Falcons are doing, revamping that defense. I, I Like, I haven't got time to really digest, you know, the whole signings for them in terms of teams. That's what we're going to talk about it right now, and it's going to come to me. But uh, I kept seeing the Falcons, you know, Jesse Bates. What? And uh, who else? a bunch of defense I'm already blanking on. But Dude, they traded for John. Remember when, uh, when Hunter Henry... And Jonu Smith went to the Patriots. Everybody's like, "That's a steal! That's a steal! That's a steal!" Now Jonu Smith goes to the goes to uh, goes to the Falcons for a seventh round draft pick. Like it's crazy. And I mean, I saw somebody go, "Nobody look at his Patriots highlights. Look at what he did with Tennessee." Because obviously he was with Arthur Blank in Tennessee, and now he's down there. But man, it, it's I think uh, I think yeah, I, I I agree with you. I like what the Falcons did. By the way, shout out to Tyler Dragon Compa. He was the one that mentioned that at the Super Bowl, if you remember. Yeah. He said Jesse Bates, watch <laughs> out for Atlanta. Dude, the, so, the first or the first thing I thought when I saw Bates uh, leaving, I was like, I, I had Tyler Dragon in my head. Uh, Jesse Bates is gone. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's out of there. So I definitely but agree with that. To, to refresh my memory, they also got uh, the defensive tackle from the Saints, uh, who you know. A little underrated if you haven't been following the Saints. Uh, he, uh, David, something only I don't want to butcher his last name, but he's a good run stopper. They re sign. Oh, this Tyler, Tyler Dragon's birthday. There you go. Shout out Tyler Dragon, uh, according to Victor Producer. Uh, but they also re I think they re signed their center too. So you mentioned the trade. So a lot of big massive move for the Falcons. And uh, they still need a quarterback, but I do like what they did today to kind of, you know, you know, get some talent, young talent, and not get too crazy with the spending either. Wonder what they're gonna do at quarter. That's gonna that's gonna be interesting because you know Kyle Pitts probably foaming at the mouth for them to get a good quarterback in there to kind of get him the football because I know he must have not been very happy last year with uh obviously the ball not getting thrown his way that often. But uh all right, let's it's time to move on. What was your biggest takeaway from day uno? Yeah, interior defensive lineman. I think I was saying they're, they're gonna get paid, and it was just interesting how these contracts came out. And I guess we could start with the, maybe the, the biggest one of the day to start off with. Uh, well, Darion paying up Darion paying from the Cowboys got commanders got paid the day before yeah. massive contract, but Javon Hargrave of the Eagles got paid by the 49ers. That was a surprise. That was a surprise because I thought they were hurting on the, on the cap again. I, I feel like next year I should like give up on the cap and be like, everybody has cap space. You make it work. Obviously you have to get creative with the restructure there, but, um, 
surprisingly, you know, when you really look at it, like the the 49ers had issues in the interior. Obviously, they're great in the outside with it, with uh, which is going to enjoy Bosa, Nick Bosa. Uh, they needed some help, but that front is very, I guess, menacing. Or I was going to say savage. Yeah. There you go. I guess it's savage. Uh, but Javon Hargrave and and, and Victor brought a good point. Like he is older on his third contract. I think he went from the Steelers, right? To yeah. The yeah, Eagles. yeah. And then that was a big bargain contract for the for the Eagles, and it was a steal. He did well. And I know he's older, but the way I see it for the 49ers is that maybe it's obviously you got to pay the three-year deal because you got to pay to get these stars, but you're all in. Again, they're all in 2023. You, still got, you got McCaffrey. You got to make that deal work because if you trade all those picks for McCaffrey and you don't win it, it's a bust. So uh, remember we're talking about the Dolphins. Bye, that's another one. Jalen Ramsey. Uh, getting traded, but if you're going all in like Miami, you're going on in San Francisco. I understand it from that point of view. Uh, but yeah, Darion Payne got paid. Uh, Draymond Jones from going to the Broncos to the Seahawks. That one I don't like as much because uh, Draymond Jones is a great pass rusher, but he struggles against the run. And what do the Seahawks need? A run stopper, and run they stopper. didn't really get that, but he is promising there. And then the one that I really like, the guy who I kept doing my research on, who keeps getting better every single year, who might be kind of a gem. Uh, Zach Allen, the guy from the Cardinals who went to the Broncos to replace Draymond Jones, which, you know what? He can actually stop the run. And I kept thinking about me for the Raiders there for Zach Allen. Uh, but obviously, Vance Joseph coached Zach Allen in Arizona, so that makes a lot of sense there. But all these contracts, even right now, Fernando, I kept making you guys wait because Dalvin Thomason from the Vikings to the Browns got paid. So a lot of these interior defensive linemen, we brought it up last week too, like like guys like Chris Jones, Quentin Williams, uh, Dexter Lawrence, you know, Jeffrey Simmons, these interior guys, they're catching up there in Donald, man, and they're about to get paid. Yeah. No, I completely agree. You know, and the funny part about Hargrove is also is that the way the 49ers, and I don't know how it's going to be with uh, now that D'Amico Ryan is gone, but the way they run their defense is they have a lot of heavy rotation. So he's not going to have to play every single down. They're going to be able to rest them. They're going to be able to do different things with him. So they're going to keep those guys fresh, which I think is going to be a huge positive for him, especially like you said, he's at an, not at an advanced stage. I don't want to call him an advanced stage, but he's not like in football years. He kind of is. So I definitely agree with you. Younger than I am. Put it that way. Well, yeah, but uh, well, but I mean, he 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 definitely will make an impact. But I'm gonna go with the offensive line. I I, I tell uh, I from I remember from a young age, I used to think like every single time a team wins a Super Bowl, team try and copy what they do and see what they did well. Well, what did the Chiefs do well? Andy Reid loaded up that offensive line, and he had a five star offensive line. They couldn't touch Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. So he, and Andy Reid learned from that Tampa Bay game where uh, they got obliterated by the pass rush. And here he loaded up that offensive line, and look what everybody's trying to do. Chicago, I think Chicago uh, Chicago was about to get Mike McGlinchey, then the Broncos end up getting him. Broncos got Ben Powers and him. There was, uh, Dan and Diego said it this morning, there was four offensive linemen, all like AFC West connection, that combined, they made $250 million. That's how much they want to protect. Like, obviously, Sean Payton wants to protect Russ. Then you go to uh, look at the and look at the Chiefs. The Chiefs end up letting Orlando Brown walk, and they end up getting Jawan Taylor. Like that's huge. That's that that tells me that their their mindset still is we got. Which I mean, obviously it should be. We got to protect Patrick Mahomes. That's going to be key. So they're going to keep protecting him. They got him. Uh, now they're looking for a right tackle because Andrew Wiley went with uh, with the Washington Commanders. So, yeah. but definitely offensive line got paid. Um, Chicago, I still think needs to needs to make uh Chicago. So I think needs to make a move offensively. I think they're going to try and go. 
I think they're going to try and get Orlando Brown and, and try and complete that offensive line. You already got DJ Moore. Go get Orlando Brown. Finish up that offensive line and, and give Justin Fields exactly what you think he needs to continue being ascending as a quarterback. So I definitely thought offensive lineman got paid uh, today, and, and that's uh, definitely uh, definitely good to see. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Do you want to bring in uh, your boy, uh, your brother Dan Dago? Because I, I want to give, I want to give him a shout out real quick here on the. That's Amazon. the funniest part. You call him my boy, but I think you two guys have the biggest bro. <laughs> well, I can't bring myself there. to say he's my boy yet because we are. <laughs> it's backwards. Oh, is it really? Oh, damn. I was like, wait. Oh I'm like, I think that's a pancakes. I kept looking through. <laughs> It says Pancake Squad. Hey, either way, you know what the hell I'm up to, dude. You already know what the hell we're talking about. I can't believe you had it backwards. The I funny thing, I didn't even put it together. Release. I'm like, wait, that's a pancake, I think. That's right. It's Pancake Platoon. Because you uh, know why? <laughs> you know why? I'm waiting Go for ahead, my shout-out. That's why I'm just... Well, I was going to do is, uh, Well, you threw me off with your backwards uh, flag. That's right, I do. I or keep inside you on your out. toes, guy. I put it backwards <laughs> to see if you'd even notice. Well, it's been a long day. That I, I didn't. It took me a while. I, that, you set me up to give you a, a zinger there, and I didn't do it. So, okay, I am tired. Oh, yeah. 4D uh, chess. That's what I play all the time. There you go. You got me, Dan. Uh, you exposed me for being tired. But I do, I do remember giving you a shout-out the second that the Chiefs got uh, Jawan Taylor from the from the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, I started thinking, oh, Dan was right. And and, yeah. and when I did my top 50 free agents list, you know, I needed some help. I'm not ashamed to say, hey, I need some help. I can't, you know, watch an entire league here, especially my first yeah, year trying to be yeah. a full league reporter. And I'm like, hey, Dan, you know, you know, you know, Lyman, can you help me out and assess some of these guys? I gave you like 10, 10 names and you went crazy. I mean, you started watching the field. You started cranking out. Uh scouting reports i'm like ah you're you're doing too much for me bro like i just want you to rank these guys and <laughs> but you gave me the scouting report on orlando brown jr and juan taylor the perfect scenario right here so you kept saying orlando brown jr he's he's massive it works for him but he relies too much on that and then i kept thinking why won't they commit on the guy who's who uh, got, got traded there from baltimore uh a couple years ago and then teams wouldn't want to didn't want to to give him a chance at left tackle and the and the Chiefs were like, yeah, you know what? Whatever, whatever. we'll make it work because we make it work here. And That's then right. they wouldn't commit and it was so weird. And then they drew the line. Okay, dude, you're not going to get paid here. We want somebody to commit long-term, but we know, we, we know where you're standing here. We're not going to pay you. And when Juwan Taylor came, the other thing I, I thought too, Dan, before I let you do your, your two cents here, I'm trying to give you the full uh, shout out here. When you gave me the top, whatever, 10 list, I want to say Juwan Taylor was your favorite lineman. And I was like, are you sure? Like, like Orlando Brown Jr. is right there, and you broke it down. And you say, you know, it was a small sample size, but you watched the Chargers game, and you kept saying, this guy, the way he plays against Joy Bosa, Khalil yeah. Mack, when yeah. the guys are star edge rushers, he tends to deliver. And that's right there. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to make this guy top 15 on my uh, free agent list. So you made me look good. Shout out to you. And Shout again, what did, you, what did you think when uh, this went down? Yeah, that was my thing when, when, uh, you know, to quote Sir Edward, one of our compas on Compas FC, I hate to say I'm a lock, but I don't know what else to tell you, Hilberto. Like that that's my thing. Is like it, it was very little uh there was something I liked more out of Jawan Taylor, which is like what I can't stand sometimes tackles do is I think they give up too much ground. 
because they know they're on the edge. They know they have a little more space to play with because for the most part, competent quarterbacks are going to stay in the pocket. They're going to step up, right? That's why guards have guards and centers don't have like really the space to kick back, but the tackles do. And I think a lot of the times Orlando Brown would kick too far to where homie's almost on uh, Patrick Mahomes' lap. And I know freaking, uh, oh, of course, I drew a blank on her stupid name, but the wife wouldn't be happy about that, in other words. <laughs> and, you know, I thought uh, Jawan Taylor did a lot better job of, like, setting that edge, setting that pocket to where he wasn't exactly in uh, Trevor Lawrence's face because people forget, right? It doesn't matter if, like, uh, it doesn't matter that you don't get a sack, right? Pressures matter. How close you get the offensive lineman matters because you could literally fracture a finger, thumb, whatever you want by just having his throwing hand hit a helmet. You know what I mean? So that's why I kind of I thought I thought Jawan Taylor was a little more of a brick wall without having the size of uh, Orlando Brown. Yeah, Orlando Brown Jr. I don't know why I've, I've been saying Orlando Franklin this whole time on accident. <laughs> Wrong guy. Why that he started, he started that. off that uh, earlier when he did that short. Uh, that Vic asked him for, he's like, Orlando Franklin, Orlando Franklin. I'm like, dude, Orlando Franklin's a former Charger slash. I don't know why like, it's stuck in my I'm head. Like, I don't know why it's stuck in I'm my like, head. no, dude. I was like, it's Orlando Brown. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I why, honestly, when I saw that move, I was so surprised the, uh, the Jaguars didn't keep him. I mean, what more do you want to do? You got to keep good offensive linemen, pay him to make sure you keep, especially your rookie quarterback who had the chop house disaster of the year. Now you see him get a little better and develop. You would assume you'd want to keep these guys around. So I don't know. Did Orlando uh, Brown play right tackle at some point? Maybe he they, played, they just they played the right tackle for the Maybe Ravens. they switched tackles and he goes yeah. to the Jaguars. Yeah, Ronnie Staley, <laughs> Ronnie, Staley, Ronnie Staley was the left tackle and he was the right tackle for them. There you go. Maybe he goes I to know. the Jaguars, dude. You never hey, know. They, they actually offered him, I thought, a big time deal last offseason and he just said no. So they franchise tagged him. I don't think, I don't know what they offered him this offseason, but last offseason, I know they offered him. A pretty big deal, and Orlando said no. So that's. I think uh, I think this is this is smart anyway for the Chiefs because, like we talked about earlier, they have uh, Creed Humphreys coming up. They have Joe Tooney coming up, and in my mind, the center is always the number one position I'm going to try and uh, keep, especially because I think Creed Humphreys was or Humphrey Humphrey or Humphreys, one or the other. Humphrey was well, Humphrey was a late round draft pick. He's still on a rookie deal, I assume. And you're getting obviously a lot more than what you're paying for this guy. He's one of the top in the league, I'd I'd argue. So I that's the guy who I'm looking out the quarterback or the offensive line. That's the guy who I'm looking out to pay for. You know, second round pick, uh, but close enough. You know, either way, funny? you know what's funny. I saw today, and first person I reach out to before I did, uh, I reach out to this individual. Well, obviously, we all wanted to get his thoughts, but I reach out to our good friend Joe Morley, and I'm like, do you feel like you already lost free agency? He goes, hell yes, we did. And I, I'm like, why? He's like, a car crash waiting to happen. Speaking <laughs> of car crashes, let's bring in Vic the producer. Vic, yo, ask you, what did go. you think Here about? Uh, Jimmy G, three years, seventy-two million. I saw a lot of Raider fans on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. What, what, what? They all said we just got rid of a bum and we're trying to bring in a new one. Like all this stuff. I don't know how you feel about it, uh, but we would do, definitely want to get your thoughts on the newest quarterback in Las. Wow, this guy in Las Vegas. He's probably in a dream scenario. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <my laughs> <God>. <laughs> yes. No state tax. You know, he's he he can own. Uh, 
the strip there, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> John Moran Jr. over here. Oh, man. Oh, too soon, Brown. Too soon. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep it positive. And just because I really do like this signing, I, you know, he knows McDaniel's so office. He knows his offense. He took a team friendly deal. They didn't overpay. They're going to end up paying him about 11 million against the cap, which helps them. I mean, I, I don't know what uh, Raider fans are looking for uh, in terms of who are you going to go get? Lamar Jackson? You're not going to get Lamar Jackson. You're not going to pay two two first round picks and then 40 million. Like you need the, the the number one thing you need on on the Raiders is defense. Go and fix the defense. You've taken care of the of your of your quarterback priority right now. And you can go draft with the number seven pick or even in the second round, you can go and draft your future quarterback. So as of right now, you're you're done with your quarterback. You're set there. And so take care of your defense now, which they've started to do. I mean, they picked up um, <clears throat> what's his name from the Eagles, the safety uh, Marcus Epps. Marcus Epps. And then they re-signed uh, Faison, who they had before. Oh, yeah. There's a winner. <laughs> uh, you didn't need to bring that up. No, anyway. I mean, they're not. He's not. He, he's not an offseason. He's not going to talk for them, but he's more for staff. <laughs> bro, but this, this is my thing, though, bro. Like, if I'm a Raider fan, right, right now, I am mm-hmm. so worried. Number one, that Devontae's going to want to leave. Because that's the last. That's another thing you can't have. You can't have another year or another three years of another quarterback who can't get him the football, can't be productive offensively, and it's like, what are you going to do at that point three years down the line? Because then McDaniel's is out anyway, and you're starting this over. Is, but this is this looks more like a one year contract though. If yeah, you, they, if they you let him. He has an out after they have an out after this this season. Oh, there you uh, go. So, so tank, tank for twenty twenty four draft. So basically, it's a one year. It's potentially a one year. $24 million contract. Uh, they have a potential out after, yeah, after this season. Well, well, my, my biggest thing, Victor, according like, to Spotrack, my thing, Vic, is like, like at first thing I thought, was like, Jimmy G, eh, who cares? And then it kind of feels like they're trying to maybe like just get by with, you know, a middle tier quarterback. And it kind of feels yeah. like throwing the white flag without really throwing the white flag. And, yeah. you know, it feels like also like, I don't know if you saw this, Victor, but David Carr has been obviously running his mouth about the whole oh situation. But he kept saying that Josh McDaniels wants total control. He wants somebody he could like control at the line of scrimmage and just do it his way because he probably feels the Patriot way is the best way. And that's where you get a Jimmy G. I get that. And he's going to probably go trying to go down swinging at least if he gets a guy who does what he wants to do. That's probably why the clash with Derek Carr. But my thing is like, if you don't draft the quarterback like with that number seven pick, and I get it, don't you don't have to reach? Maybe the the, the Richardsons, the Bryce Youngs, and CJ Stroud are gonna be gone number seven, and you don't want to trade up. We know you, you told me the stats last year about trading up. Those guys are not gone. I feel like the year is lost, like you mentioned, Dan, like yep. with Devontae Adams. Like this roster, this team, I don't I don't even care what they do in the next week or so with Jimmy G at quarterback. I just see what if, if the coaching's good, you know, maybe eight to nine games, but I don't see a wild card team. And I think that's where the frustration is coming for, um, from Raider fans. It feels like another year, but like with Derek Carr, right? Like maybe with Derek Carr gave you a little bit upside, or maybe it's the same thing. I don't know, but you're right. It's cheaper, but it kind of feels like, um, you know, maybe this is plan B, plan C, and the plan, whatever the heck plan A was, maybe it didn't materialize, or maybe you see the team like the Panthers going up and trying to get that number one pick. Like it just doesn't feel like their plans, if they have one, has worked out. And the other thing too, Victor, I, I, you could take it away from here is, what happened to the Jared Stidham experience? What, was, what happened with Jared Stidham being your cheaper option? And then he goes to the Broncos. and like, okay, here we go. You pay a little more for Garoppolo. But I guess regardless, 
Stidham and Grappler are supposed to be the bridge for one year. Right. And I mean, as far as Stidham, I mean, once you decided that you were going to sign Jimmy G, this also means that you're not going to pay for a backup at this point. Your backup's going to be your rookie quarterback. Why are you going to pay? Like, I don't understand, like, the Jameis Winston to the to the Saints as a backup. Why are you paying $10 million, $5 million for your backup? Like, it to me, that's, that's just throwing away money. Um, but, like, if you – like, to me, it's, it's kind of smart in a way because – they have a guy who can who can be the backup, who's the guy they drafted or they uh, they signed undrafted from Cal. But if you're gonna draft a quarterback, that's gonna be your backup. Why are you gonna pay five million dollars for for Stidham to be your backup? So to me, that that made this signals to me that the fact that they let Stidham go means that they're gonna draft a quarterback. Like they're they're committed to drafting a quarterback in this draft. Well, if, if yeah. they if they don't though, like. I guess if they, if they strike out on the three big names, like how how would you feel about this year going in with just Garoppolo? <laughs> like, like I mean, look, I mean, look, look at what's going on. Everybody gets desperate. The one thing I I do dislike about some of these teams is they get desperate this time of year. Look at what the Jets. The Jets are having to wait for Aaron Rodgers, and you don't even know what you're gonna get out of Aaron Rodgers, you know. And like the Packers are just like, just go away already go away like i we we're ready to move on and give jordan love the 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 job baltimore ravens are like look like we're not going to overpay for lamar jackson so look, go ahead and test the market and see what's out there and nobody wants to go and pay for him and so that's the that's the thing that you're and then the other the last thing i'll say in terms of the afc west look look at who you have you have patrick mahomes and you have Justin Herbert, you have the Chargers trying to make a rule where you can be <laughs> able, you're able, so you're able to not if you in case you don't win your division, you're able to host a playoff game because the division is so hard. Like now, you even have Russell Wilson, and so you have to find. Well, that's if you have a four game uh, advantage. So if you're four games, like say that the Chargers are twelve and five, or and uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are eight and nine. Right. That and the charge would host that. Like so, that's I've been saying that for rule. years. It's it's not I've a bad rule, but coming from the Chargers, that's it's pretty, the, that's it's the, pretty that's embarrassing, the though. To that's be the problem. Yeah, that's like, the problem. Right yeah, there. that embarrassing that you guys are pretty much saying we, we can't compete with the Chiefs or whatever, yeah. or the Jaguars shouldn't have home field advantage or whatever the heck it was. Or, do you don't you feel embarrassed for that? Yeah. So I mean, them I'm not coming out with the rule. Like, if it would have been if it would have been somebody else coming out with that rule, then it would have been fine. But. I like it. Like, yeah, and and that's fine going with the rule. I have no problem with the rule, but that just tells you how tough the AFC is going to be this year. And everybody's trying, like, and I get it. Like, people are frustrated. You know, you can't just go out and find a quarterback. This is why the Panthers traded up to go get their quarterback because of that. Like, you're going to pay a bounty for it and I even heard, uh, I think I saw that Dan Graciano reported that the Raiders offered to trade up to the number one pick, but they just couldn't match what the Panthers offered in, you know, DJ Moore. So that was the other thing too. So at least they're trying, like they're not just sitting back and being like, well, I guess we're just going to end up with Jimmy G and that's it. At least they're, they're trying to do something about it and they're not just sitting back and, and, you know, like, 
you have to let the process play out. Like, uh, you know, you have a new regime. They're trying to do things differently. And, and Raider fans are just stuck in their old ways. They're stuck with Al Davis being able to just go out and get whoever he wanted. And you're not letting the process play out with the way the Patriots do things. And so until they, until they, they, they relax, you know, let the process play out. They're never going to be happy, and that's part of the problem. That's here. why Raider fans die young. They they never. <laughs> they're always so stressed out. They always uh they they're always so nervous about everything. My question is though, what which one of those quarterbacks fits, fits Josh McDaniels? Is like, I, like Josh McDaniels is such a weird offensive mind that like I just don't know who fits his system. Like, and I think that's another thing. 49er fans were fine with Jimmy G because they knew they had Kyle Shanahan as the offensive mind. I think Raider fans do not trust Josh McDaniels and his system, so that's why they're so nervous about them bringing in Jimmy G because they're like, well, hell, what are we going to have? Then you have Devontae going off on social media today saying, hey, if I haven't talked to you in three weeks, I don't want to talk to you now. It's like, okay, well, I know there's a lot of – like now there's a lot of nervousness around the team. I saw some people compare it to Randy Moss when he was on with Kerry Collins and – Back in the 2000, the 2005, 2005 and 2006 Raiders, then he got traded to the Patriots after that. But it's like, and I get it, but I I get what Vic's saying. Like, you got to preach patience. But the thing is that I think patience has been lost by not only the owners, not only the executives, but now NFL fans too. I think everybody's lost their patience and they're not willing to to toughen it out and to wait and and to see because I mean let's be honest and I know a certain individual is not going to be happy with my with the way I'm going to start this but when Bill Belichick started with the Patriots it wasn't all sudden like it started rough for them and it wait it took a little bit for them to finally get jump started and then they got good but the thing is that it it takes a year or two for you to struggle to go through it and then you see uh, what you got as a team you have to build a team because remember you're. I mean, unless you're uh, what's his name for uh, John Gruden, you're not going to win with the pieces that are already there. Like it's tough to win with pieces from somebody from another regime. So you want to get in there, you want to implement your guys, you want to put your system in there. But because I mean, he won with Tony Junkie's guys. We're, we're all waiting to make a remark here of what you just said. Let me start first, Dan. He just compared Josh McDaniels to Bill Belichick. Go ahead, Dan. And they go exactly they together with the Patriots. <laughs> exactly. That distress. Oh, the patience. Bill That's Belichick like, doesn't Jesus. win the Super Bowl without Josh McDaniels. It's like, where is it going with this one? Oh, uh, but no. can I Don't can I present some, some weird scenarios for you guys? Like, uh, I, I feel like Dan won't like this one at all. So maybe for more Fernando and Victor. And I didn't know that report, Victor, about them trying to go to number one or to trade the Raiders. So now the the next landing spot to trade is the Cardinals, right? Number three, because they're gonna believe in Kyler Murray. That's their thing. That's their pillow, right? I, ha- I have uh, something on that. I, I have something on that too, Gilbert. Go ahead. But the question is: Say the Raiders get that 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 pick number three, and Victor, the question would be: Are you okay with trading up whatever it takes to get that? And then if you're the Colts, Fernando, and they miss out on the three quarterbacks. Do you go Will Levis or you go for Lamar Jackson? I go Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Oh, yes. okay. But I don't like quick. I don't like uh I don't I don't like Will Levis. I don't know what it is about him. I just don't mm, I don't know. There's he leaves a bad taste. Like it's like when I go to Tacos El Gordo, it's overpriced. I get a little I have to go to the bathroom. It's it's not a good scene at <laughs> all for my wallet. Like so, uh, yeah. Will Levis comparison. <laughs> yeah. That's my Will Levis comparison. Tacos wow. El Gordo. I don't know if you could use that as a short, but uh go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> 
By the way, I did comment. Somebody commented on a Vegas post. Oh, Tacos El Gordo's. Uh, is it overrated? I'm like, that's yeah. overrated in San Diego, in Las Vegas, in Los Angeles, wherever the hell you want. It's overpriced and over uh, <laughs> overplayed. And like 100 yeah. people like my comment. <laughs> I was waiting for Tacos El Gordo to come after me. But uh, we were I was drunk like, and it didn't taste as good, dude. Like, what more do you need <laughs> that's to know? Not good. Hey, maybe they'll sponsor us. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. We got we got homies in that game. <laughs> the more I think about it, the more I feel like it's going to end up being the Colts who might try to maybe lure uh, Lamar Jackson away. But anyways, yeah, because it, it's number three. Why? Because Ursa has the money, and the Raiders don't have the money to pay Lamar Jackson. And then, but, like, but and like, he's also desperate. He's desperate for a star quarterback. That's exactly. The say, that's the problem. We could we could argue that's about flash. player quality, but he, he is desperate. He wants a, was it a, a spark, Fernando? Flash. Flash. The flash. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Victor. I guess if, you, if are you all in on getting number three, or like okay, maybe Levis, or I don't know what's going on here. If if you're unable to get uh, either either Bryce Young or or uh, CJ Stroud, you just stay where you just stay put at that point. And like I, I, I've told you guys, I, I've, if, if you, if I just wouldn't trade your picks right now, I would let the draft fall to you. See if either Levis or Richardson falls to you. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, and then if not, then you, you then you draft the best time. available, you draft the best available player on defense. Uh, and then and then try to trade into the first round for Hayden Hooker at that point. But I had I had two things for you guys because um, you guys made me think about this. One, I do think that if anybody is going to trade and try to get Lamar Jackson, it's going to be the Colts. And I and I think if if that happens, and the Ravens are going to draft someone like Richardson at that at that spot at the number four spot. No, that's so one. Go from Lamar number, Jackson number, to basically another Lamar. Yeah, Jackson. exactly. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, and then and then number two, what do you guys think about about Arizona Cardinals being having the number one pick next year and having to draft Caleb Williams over Ooh, Kyler Murray already twenty twenty four? Because okay, let me let me break this down. Just 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 give me like uh, a couple of seconds here. Um, Kyler Murray isn't going to be ready to go till like November, right? By then they could be like. 0 and 10, maybe 1 and 10, somewhere in there. Jesus. And and at that point, do you just tank? Now you end up tanking, right? Please, we don't do this. It's illegal. Yes. <laughs> now, do you if you're sitting there at number one, if you're the Cardinals, are you drafting Caleb Williams or are you or are you keeping Kyler Murray? I'm not oh, a fan yes, of Kyler, Caleb Williams. Wow, Fernando. But you're a fan no, of Kyler he's, Murray? He's a, he's no, hell no. He has an attitude problem also. I don't like the little nails thing. That's he the has one an thing attitude I problem. I don't like that <laughs> nail <laughs> thing. What? I don't know. Yeah, yeah football. I don't know. I, I, I want to see him this year. This year, uh, this is the year where I want to see Caleb. I didn't like his that game against who did they Utah. Say, Utah. Utah. Yeah, Utah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Utah. Utah. No, no, no. But the, even their bowl game, I didn't like the way he played. So yeah, he played against Utah. Um, no, no, no. Their bowl game, they played against some slap dick, uh, like Texas. Oh, Alamo. you're right. You're right. And I think they yeah. lost. They yeah, lost. You're, right. you're right. Yeah. Like Toledo? Was it Toledo? Yeah, no, there you go. Toledo. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Same thing. So, uh, so I, I and now they're moving, like, they're moving up a division, I think. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, they're going to the, sorry, the, the big, big 10. 10. Yeah. Something. So, something, I, don't I don't know. So, I, I have to still watch, but yeah, I think Caleb Williams is going to be the first one. Let's get off track here. Let's go back to phrases. But yeah, my bad. Going back to that. I don't know. I mean, I I I think they should move on from Kyler Murray now. Like, and I wonder who no would actually pick up Kyler Murray. I no want. I, I would actually. 
I would actually wonder if they cut Kyler Murray, how many teams would go after him? I bet you would be a handful, if not less. That's my thing. Like, if you were going to move on from would Kyler you? Murray, what? Go it's for it? Him. Oh. Oh, it depends which team, too. And one thing I've been I've been noticing, and I feel like I always forget this, Fernando, is like when there's a big-time quarterback available, I'm, I'm not saying I'm calling Kyler Murray that, but – the, the when the teams are always they're interested or like was it like three or four teams right remember the whole Tom Brady it was like yeah. the Chargers and and the Thank Bucks you, you brought that up we're gonna talk about that <laughs> Sorry. later but it's like it's a massive contract uh you know you it's it's always like comes with draft picks and trades and all that so it's always a complicated thing and like <laughs> but I feel like that's why nobody wants to pay Lamar because it's you have to trade all these draft picks for him and yeah. on top of that yeah. you have to pay him. So that's why I feel like people don't understand that. And they're saying, oh, well, it's because of this and that. And I'm like, no, it's because. Well, well, yeah, well, obviously, well. they're going to let him ride out the tag. Ride out the tag and you'll get him for free. Look at Washington. Washington's paying Deron Payne, Terry McLaurin. They're yeah. paying a lot of guys already. And on top of that, you have to pay Lamar Jackson, too. Like, your cap is going to be. I look at the charge next year. They have their cap, like 55% of their cap wrapped up in four players. I don't want to hear negative things. I don't want to hear negative things. I don't think two right. of them. I got to check out Woe because there's so much no, going but, but what was I gonna say? Uh, what I was gonna say no, about behaved. Arizona. What I was gonna say about Arizona is I don't think, I don't think they draft a quarterback. You already know they're gonna be in a top five pick next year. That is an absolute dumpster fire. I don't know why he would have left Philadelphia for that. That's just my Who's own opinion. Oh, Gannon. Uh, Gannon. Gannon, Gannon, Jonathan Gannon, or whatever his name is, Jonathan Gannon. I think they but could like, go. They could go. They could go pass rusher this year, pass yeah. rusher next year, and start like. Kind of going with their defense. I mean, they, they just lost, they just lost their best uh, defensive lineman. That's what I mean. Like they just That's lost their best. Though. They're not going to move on from Kyler. Like you already wrapped up so much money in a, in him. You already embarrassed him and yourself by putting the you know hours of film in the contract. Oh. Now you're going to go back on that. Like how much more of a mess do you want to make this? Because players right now, you know, don't want to come to Arizona for a reason. Even though. They have probably nice weather out there too. I don't know. Well, they I don't, don't know too hot. Out there. We were just there. They have a Waffle House. Uh, let me ask you a question. I just saw in certain mock drafts, Jalen Carter is now starting to fall to like 18, 19. Is that, is that basically what like, we should expect? Like him to fall well, that much? That's, that's not a good sign. Things are probably leaking. That's not good. Did you see the video of him? Like he's driving and the cop stops him and the cop tells him, hey, I'm going to let you off with a warning. Like take your foot off the guy because he was like ninety and uh was that from that same night? Yeah, uh, yeah. or another or, yeah, something like that. So that's why I was like, yeah. like I I just saw him like I saw him mocked. Uh, I think it was to like Green Bay at like eighteen or I, I wouldn't touch that guy, but then again, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not an owner. Go oh, bad. Go going back to <laughs> the way we were the what we were on, but yeah, no, I I wouldn't uh I I wouldn't doubt Arizona would do it, but. I think they need a bigger name at offensive. They need a better offensive coordinator, in my opinion, to kind of be able to deal with the whole quarterback aspect. I just don't know what Kyler Murray is going to give you this year. Especially, who's yeah. the quarterback now? Colt McCoy. I don't even. Uh, think yeah. Well, he, we're talking about quarterbacks. We ain't talked about my guy Mike White yet. Well, come on, Mike White's a dog. Yes. Well, that's what I want. Yes. Okay. So I obviously, so happy you brought them up. Uh, Gilbert uh, just mentioned it. Mike White signs a two-year deal with the. Uh, with the Miami Dolphins, that was interesting because over you would be hearing a lot of rumors about oh Tom like Rich Eisen said last week oh Tom Brady might be coming out of retirement and I'm hearing that Miami might be the team. Well, obviously Miami came out and said Tua's our quarterback, um, so they're going to keep Tua as their quarterback. Then they signed Mike White. Mike White was a guy that last year with the Jets he came in he had some he had some good games. He came in for the Manhattan Milf Hunter. Uh, had some good games. <laughs> had some good performances. Uh, unfortunately, he got, he got hurt a couple of times. 
but uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to start off with you, Gilbert, because you're the one that seems the antsiest <laughs> to answer this. Is this a Mike White, you're going to be a backup to learn from Tua, or is this uh Mike Where? White, you better be ready because you're probably going to start uh, a couple of games this year? Real quick, uh, just a small story, but I was writing a story about uh, Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley, you know, getting paid or franchise tag extension. I'm like, oh, these guys are going to party. I was going to do my story. I'm like, I'm not from New York. Where do the people party in New York? I'm like, oh, Manhattan Milf Hunter. I remember because uh, of you. So, <laughs> so yeah, and I looked, yeah. Oh, yeah. Manhattan is actually like a trendy club spot. So That's what go. I'm saying. Uh, so you made my research. Good. When I give nicknames, I, I do my research. Okay. All right. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yes. I'm going. I think it was the first option. Mike White's going there to F things up. When it's, when it's an opportunity to play. And we know Tua has an issue with staying healthy. Hopefully he's healthy and ready to go. But you never know. And he's a smaller guy, too, as well. Uh, Mike White Summer gets called Mike Effing White. Remember the shirts with the from the Jets? Yeah. He provided a, a spark over Zach Wilson, another first-round pick. That he was a locker room guy. Didn't pan out. And people loved him. So it, that one tells me that, cool, you want some insurance with Tua. But also, you want some pressure on the guy. Like, yeah, he had a great, what, five, ten games? Five to ten games. And then he got hurt. Like, that's not a big sample size. He still has a lot to prove. And for now, I'm surprised you haven't brought it up. But Dolphin fans came at me, even though in the story, it was like the last, the second and last uh, paragraph where I, I started I started getting in the zone about the Jalen Ramsey trade. I'm like, huh, like they're all, they're going all in. And we're trying to compare the Dolphins to the Rams. What did the Rams do? Find a quarterback. And that feels like the last piece for the Dolphins. I'm like, if Tua is not the guy, like Jared Goff wasn't the guy from McVay. You're out of here. And I think bringing in Mike White is the first step to putting some pressure on the guy. And I think I asked the question, I'm like, how many games is Mike White going to play? Uh, I think he might start a couple. Uh, Dan, since you're so antsy, I'm going to let you go second. So go ahead. Tag me in. Tag me in, Hilberto. Let's go. You know, I will drop my pop on in a second, but here, here's my thinking behind this, right? I think you bring up an excellent point, honestly. Like, they are going yeah. all in, and you feel like the last part is the quarterback. That's why I don't know what the hell Mike McDaniel's waiting on. I'd be on the phone inviting him to my ties wherever he wanted in South Beach, Miami, wherever the hell he was. I would be flirting with him so hard. I'd say, Tom, you already <laughs> lost your family. What more do you need? Go get another Super Bowl. You know, let the kids be with somebody else for the season. Come on, because in my mind, this is this is the this is what I'm what I'm thinking right now. I think if two is at the helm, even if he's healthy, I don't even think they make it to the divisional round, let alone the AFC championship. Justin Herbert, one hundred percent. If he's on this team, I'd pick him to win the Super Bowl. That's my <laughs> oh yeah, one hundred percent. But uh, the thing is, it's not a matter of uh, if Tua gets hurt. I think more it's a matter of when. So in my mind, I don't I don't understand what they're waiting for. They do need a quarterback. I don't understand these people who are cheerleading him either. Like, and honestly, besides all the banter and the crap I give this guy just because I have idiots telling me he's even close to the son of Odin. Uh, last year, what you saw, like that is not normal or okay. Like, who knows how this guy's gonna come back? Honestly, you just don't know because all the hits he took were scary, and supposedly he still played games even though he was woozy or whatever else and it's like that's not that's not a normal thing and you already saw like uh he mike mcdaniel with the third string quarterback or whatever he was and drafted i don't remember 
took it to the Bills late in the game because the Bills got sloppy and everything else. So it's like, in my mind, if I'm Mike McDaniel, I'm like, I am literally chomping at the base. I'm a quarterback away. So I'm calling Brady. I would, well, I guess you can't call the Packers because you have to trade for Rodgers, but I would be looking everywhere to try and find a quarterback. Hell, I'd ask Joe Montana if he'd get in one of these cryo-freeze things and see if we could bring him back. Dan Marino's still there, too. There you go. Bring Dan Marino's ass out <laughs> out of retirement. You they know, could care for Lamar Jackson after the draft nah, nah, because nah, of nah, the whole the no, they, no, but remember they have uh they had one of their one of their first round draft pick was taken away because of the Tampa the well, yeah well, that's what, well, I guess yeah but you don't really have something to offer but it's yeah. funny because they, they kind of screwed themselves by going for Tom Brady last year because they don't like Tua and yeah. then yeah they're but they're kind of like they're forcefully they're, out of the race to get a quarterback they went for Deshaun Watson too last year so yeah. it's like. Uh, and by the way, Tom Brady's lying to us. He's like, oh, I have a three-month-old kitten. Like, I have no time. In wow. five months, I think it's going to be eight months, and he's not going to give a crap about you. So you might as well. Oh, well, never mind. But you might as well. You, you know you're – you know he's going to get that itch pretty soon. I just hope he doesn't yeah. bread farm everybody and wait until, like, a week before training camp to uh, – because I remember during the months of June and July, NFL Network was always about the, the Favre watch. The Favre watch. Is he coming yeah. back? So, oh wait, no, don't, don't mention Brett Favre. Never mind. Uh, allegedly, so, allegedly, so, allegedly. Vic, Vic, let me ask you. Uh, when it comes to uh, to this uh, Tua stuff, one, he's learning jujitsu to try and learn how to fall. That's what they're saying. Are you serious? But yeah, that's what they're saying that he's learning jujitsu. <laughs> Why didn't he just to go fall? to the WWE training facility? What? <laughs> but. Uh, but what 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 do you what do you make of I mean I didn't like that his parents were the ones that came out and said oh he's gonna play next year I'm kind of like well let it come out of his mouth like I don't know I, I just think it's a little strange that they're already committing to him without or, everybody around him is committing without him saying himself I want to play quarterback I want to continue my NFL career yeah for me the main thing is with Tua is his health I just hope that he's he's okay. Like we still haven't heard about what his condition is. As far as I know, unless you guys have heard differently, like there's been no, like, yeah, he's been clear. Like, you know, he's good to go. Like everybody, everything has been like, Hey, let's just get, let he's going to be our quarterback. We're picking up his fifth year option and you know, we're good to go. And to me, that's, that's still the, the main concern for me is, is, um, for me, it's still the big concern is 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 his health going forward. And I think um, as, as we approach the season and we get we get ready for training camp, that'll be the next big step for him. Is are we going to see him in preseason at all? And then what happens next? Because when he takes those first couple of hits. That's when we'll know. And now, is Mike White going to be the answer? We don't know. I mean, that that I know. I know I'm kind of sounding gloomy here, but that's that that's going to be the big that's question reality. for me. That's going to be yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's the reality. But I, man, I just I I feel I feel for him because you're you know if you're if you're the Dolphins. I, I would still go get a, a – and I, I'm glad that they went and got Mike White because you still have Skylar Thompson there who you, we saw against the Bills. And so at least they're protected in that way. You get you get, you get get a, a uh, not a veteran guy, but like a mid-tier veteran guy. And then you have Skylar Thompson just in case because it doesn't sound like, 
yeah, you can come out right now and say you're committed to him, but they still haven't picked up a fifth year option. I don't, uh, as they said they are, but I think they're going to wait and see, you know, I, I don't know when the deadline is for it, but man, it's, it's a tough situation to be honest. I think um, you have to blame in preseason, honestly. To get accumulated to the speed, you have to see what's going to happen. You have to blame in preseason, even if it's only a drive. Did McDaniel play his guys last year during preseason? Can't remember. I think yeah. he has a yes. oh, yeah, because they they had a they had uh the the first team offense playing against the Raiders uh in the whole first half. Oh, yeah. I don't even think he remembers vaping um, from weird stuff on the sideline. Allegedly. Uh, uh, so obviously, let's go around real quick and uh, just give me give me a winner or a loser, whichever one you want to give me. Uh, you guys choose uh, choose one before we wrap it up because obviously uh, it's Mimi time. So obviously, let's uh, let's do that. Uh, Vic, start us off. What, what do you uh, give us a winner or a loser? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. I, I was talking to Gilbert before we hopped on, and I was telling him that. I know everybody was praising the 49ers and uh, for the signing of Javon Hargrove. I I don't see it as a as a winning move. I just you already have you have a really good defense already. I think what you needed to do here, if you were the Niners, is get offensive line help to be able to protect your quarterbacks. And I just like you have money right now go in and pay for one of the one of the offensive linemen that you can get out there like someone like it, it didn't matter i just wanted them to go and get some better de- uh, offensive linemen uh for your quarterbacks but uh gilbert made a great point and kind of changed uh, a little bit of of my thinking was it's that it's hard for for players or offensive linemen to pick up Mike Shanahan, uh, Kyle Shanahan's blocking scheme, and that might be something where they rather go and pick up uh, offensive linemen through the draft. But I still, I, I still don't like that signing because I'm like, he's you don't sign players on their third contract, especially of defensive tackle. I, I would have gone with someone a little bit younger and paid a little bit cheaper of a price, especially if you're trying to get somebody to be a run stopper. Dan, I think the two biggest losers today are the 49ers and the Dolphins, and here's why. They both made similar moves. What did they do? They have clear quarterback issues, and I'll say issues with the 49ers because Trey Lance was garbage, got hurt, and then he was caught at strip clubs instead of rehabbing, so that's a thing. Brock Purdy's probably not going to be back till Christmas next year, and we'll see what Santa brings his ass anyway or whatever. Then you have a similar thing in Miami, and both teams, what did they do? They brought in defensive help, and it's like I totally get the whole idea of you have to load up defensively similar to offensively, but, fellas, you still got to score points. Who are you going to do it with? The throwing Samoan, start off 5-0, and and then here comes the turnaround. You end up 7-9 and or whatever their record was. Same with the 49ers. You know, if they had Brock Purdy and he was healthy coming into this year, I'd say, all right, they're going to be all right, but you don't have that. And from what you saw from Trey Lance, Justin Fields outplayed his ass when they played in uh, Chicago anyway. And I think that says a lot. So I think those two, in my mind, are kind of about to be the best teams that never were because they couldn't score points and win games. So I think that's going to be both interesting situations to monitor until the season starts. Gilbert? Dan, got more time to uh, crap on Tua Tango Baloa. I never miss it. I never miss it. <laughs> uh, 
I, I'll give you kind of a quick one on the love, and then I'll get into the one I didn't like. Uh, but I, I like uh, Cam Sutton, Cameron Sutton, going to the Detroit Lions, a, a good quality cornerback. The Lions need some help in the secondary. I know we're all trying to get Jalen Ramsey to uh, Dan Campbell and uh, give that team another uh, boost to get to the playoffs because they do need help on the secondary. Uh, so getting a versatile player uh, in Cam Sutton who could play inside, outside, so it's, a, it's a big get. Uh, I don't know what the Steelers were doing, thinking of replacing him with with uh, uh, Patrick Peterson, uh, an older a veteran cornerback, but just pay the money for Cameron Sutton. He's a good player, but whatever. Uh, and then that's the one I liked, but the one I hated was uh, Tremaine Edmonds. He got the bank, one of the biggest contracts ever for an off-ball linebacker. Uh, yes, off-ball linebacker is devalued just like the running backs. You only play one at a time, uh, and even those guys might not stay on the field at all time. Only the special ones stay on the field at all time. Uh, and then the, the Bears got a deal with tj edwards from the eagles that's how you pay an off-ball linebacker and then they go throw in 72 million dollars for tremaine edmonds who you know doing my research struggled uh, in the coverage if, if, you, if you're going to be struggling in coverage you don't make that type of money you pay that type of money for, for an off-ball linebacker who does everything for you so and you uh, traded roquan smith away to baltimore yeah so it, it's weird you kind of like downgrade in a sense there and like look at the team like the like the Colts, they probably wanted to keep uh, Bobby Okariki. I hope I'm saying his name right. But they didn't want to invest in another one because they have Shaquille Leonard, formerly known as Darius Leonard. So uh, they did not do that. And they could have gotten that guy who was still cheaper. Or, hey, David Long Jr. from the Titans, who got pretty much nothing in Miami, but he gets to play in Miami. So that's fun, too. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know what the Bears were thinking. And we'll see if they go in for Orlando Brown Jr. in the morning. Uh, but that was a head scratcher for me. Um. Obviously, these are going to look completely different once you everything happens uh, and the season and everything. But I'm going to go with the Broncos as winners today. I think they they uh, they they got some offensive linemen. Uh, Mike McGlitchy, I'm not a huge fan of. I think he's okay, but I think that it serves the purpose of what they're doing there. Ben Powers, obviously from Baltimore, you know Baltimore does well with their uh, with their offensive linemen. Zach Allen, like Gilbert said, I think Zach Allen's kind of a steal for them, and and that's definitely going to help. Uh, them out so I definitely like what they did um, the one team I didn't like what they did was the Carolina Panthers going all in uh, I saw somebody tweet out and I thought the exactly the same thing why the hell would you get rid of DJ Moore when you have a rookie quarterback coming in don't you think your rookie quarterback could use <laughs> the know, services right? of DJ Moore so I, I, I just didn't like what they did trading away DJ Moore but and then I saw I don't know if you guys saw this supposedly the Panthers might be open to uh, to trading away the first have we ever had a double trade in the first uh overall no. it's a double fake double so fake it'd be, it'd be, only, so only in a movie that you talked about last week exactly exactly, exactly. uh, uh big obviously the raiders could still jump up to that number one overall spot if they uh if they really want to so that'll be uh that'll yeah. be interesting but yeah that was uh that was those were mine the broncos i thought right now as of right now are winners and uh, and the Carolina was a loser, I thought. Fernando, opinion. you forgot to start the controversy. Jared Stidham against Russell Wilson in training camp. Oh, you know what? People might laugh. Well, that, that could be a that could be a, <laughs> a, a a conversation in training camp. No, they're not gonna. Does not Jared gonna do Stidham do high knees in the Isle of Plains thirteen hours? By the way, do you think Russell Wilson worked out before he went to the Oscars last night? With Sierra? I was gonna like, say, did anybody see did... Sierra last night? <laughs> 
<laughs> Frown, what are you talking about? He did high knees all the way to uh, the bathroom and butt kickers on the way back to his table. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, kicking his own ass. Back to his <laughs> yeah, he's an uh, idiot. But definitely, uh, thank you guys so much. Again, uh, do not forget the link below. Compas on the Beach merch is now out. Obviously, all four oh. of us are are rocking something uh, from it. So, hey, we're actually all rocking one thing, for, like sweatshirt, two sweatshirts. Two hats and a Dan and Dago. Uh, so definitely uh, in the models. Exactly. So uh, we appreciate you guys again. We're doing all this all for you guys. We appreciate you guys so much. Hopefully, you guys will check out the new merch. Uh, get you a sweatshirt. Get you a hat. Get you a a sticker. Get your uh, get yourself a shirt. Uh, definitely excited about the future of Compas. Again, don't forget to check out uh, what's up, Bolts Dan and Dago, and I break down the whole Austin Eckler uh asking for a new contract uh whether it be on the chargers or somewhere else uh they signed or they added eric hendricks according to him he broke his own news uh that definitely is uh is interesting uh, uh obviously house of horns gilbert and Vic, the producer will have you guys uh matt gay coverage. whenever matt gilbert gay. is is not busy yeah matt, matt yeah. gay coverage we're all waiting for so much fun by the way like i said don't forget again. Matt Gay won the day. Matt Gay won the day with that contract, uh, four years, twenty-two million. But go ahead and check out all the the Rams right now are sellers; they're not uh, buyers. So definitely interesting to see what the. Do they what even the have a first round pick next year? No, no. Oh, no, next year they, they do. do. They do. Not this year. year. Oh, there you go. They'll get Caleb Williams. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, but will Sean McVay be there? That'll be interesting. Uh, and don't forget to check out uh, Comeback Gompas. Gilbert and I have a, a special announcement coming up pretty soon that I think you guys are going to be excited about. And Compass FC, obviously, Champions League is this week. <laughs> we will be having some more breakdown of Champions League action. Definitely exciting stuff. But we appreciate you guys so much. Thank you guys again for joining Compass on the B. Do not forget, folks, the rest of this week until Thursday, we will be having episodes breaking down all free agencies. So don't forget, when you think, huh, free agency, what happened today? Turn to your compas. We will have everything for you guys. We appreciate you guys so much. But Gilbert, sabes que? Vámonos. That was it. Day one of free agency? Eh, it went by quickly. Ya nos vamos, pues. Vámonos.